This is the second season, the 20th episode of Choice, my experience building relationship with God. Wow. We have really been experiencing some unseasonably warm weather. It's been in the upper 80s for the last few days. However, the skies have been absolutely blue with that beautiful light blue, no clouds. And a lot of times the air is just still. And we've been out to the park more often than usual, and we just sit out there under these huge oak and elm trees, and oh my gosh, just take in all the blessings that our Heavenly Father, that our Lord Yeshua, Jesus, created for us, because His Word says, the earth declares His glory. Hallelujah! Alrighty then, tying in this podcast with the previous podcast that were titled Promise of the Father 1 and 2, regarding the Holy Spirit and his role in our lives after we have received the gift of salvation from Yeshua Jesus. We can now enter into the subject on spiritual warfare. For just as the people of Israel, in some people call it the Old Testament, others Old Covenant, had battles that they needed to trust God to overcome and receive the victory in the natural Nothing less is expected of us now. There are situations, circumstances, and obstacles that come into our lives as children of God just because His Holy Spirit has sealed us. And we are still in the world, in the earth realm, but we're not of the world because our spirit that once was not after repentance and receiving the gift of salvation from Yeshua Jesus now is. We are now spirit beings within a fleshly body and we have a soul, which is our mind, our will, intellect, emotions, feelings. It's needful for us to learn how to live as the spirit beings we have now become. To overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Therefore, the initial scripture I'm going to share with you now in regards to this particular topic is out of Matthew chapter 11, verse 12, New King James Version. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent 
take it by force. And I'm going to go down to the commentary of the Bible that I'm using, which is the Nelson Study Bible, the New King James Version. And in regards to this particular scripture that I just read, the Matthew chapter 11, verse 12, it talks about in the commentary, the violent take it by force. In this context, they say that it probably means that violent people forcibly oppose the kingdom with their hostility. As Christ's kingdom advances, so do attacks against it. And I'm adding in regards to the attacks against it, not only in the natural, but also in the spirit. I also am adding another scripture in regards to this particular topic that I have been prompted to bring forth at this time. Let us go to 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 through 6 in the New King James Version, starting at verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. For pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. I'm going to add a little caveat here in regards to verse 6 of 2 Corinthians 10, verse 6. New King James Version says, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. That word punish there, I'm just prompted to give a additional explanation on that. So taking the information from versebyversecommentary.com, what is meant by Corinthians 10, verse 6. Okay, according to the commentary explanation from versebyversecommentary.com, they're stating that, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled, which is verse 6 out of Second Corinthians 10, they're stating that disobedience here is among those who opposed Paul's apostolic authority, especially as a writer of God's word via the Holy Spirit. Paul was ready to confront their disobedience to Christ. That's according to that particular commentary. Now, I want to revisit the verse 3 of 2 Corinthians 10, returning to verse 3, that says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. 
So as spirit beings, when we're walking according to God's way of doing things, he never intended for his people, the children of God, to actually come forth with physical manifestations of violence against other people. He is absolutely opposed to that. That was never his design, never his mind at all. However, it is through our prayers, utilizing God's word out of Isaiah 55.10 and 11, God's word says, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please." and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. In regards to the verse I just read out of Isaiah 55, verses 10 and 11, the New King James Version, this is God speaking to Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah. And he makes it totally, undoubtedly clear that When his word is spoken, it will go forth and it will accomplish what he pleases and it shall not return to our God void. Therefore, prayer is the numero uno tool that we have. Understand, we are like ambassadors because we are sent to represent the kingdom of heaven, which is God's way of doing things here in the earth realm. And our King, our God, our heavenly father through Yeshua, Jesus has given us tools in regards to move things on behalf of God's way of doing things in the earth realm. However, it has to be done God's way. Another tool that he has given us that is absolutely necessary to utilize is his armor, the armor of God. Understand, God is real.